0: This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, Eat Vancouver is coming back for its 18th year and they're doing something a little bit different this year. They're actually going to have a day of only pastries. Well, if you're going to do that, then you can only talk to our next guest who's here with us on the show today. Because if you want a pastry, then you must go to Thomas Haas, of course, from Thomas Haas Chocolates. And he's going to be sharing some recipes at Eat Vancouver that he might just talk to us about as well. Hello, Thomas.
1: Hello. Hello, Sammy. How are you? I am more than excellent. Thank you.
0: More than excellent. Not many guests say that when they come on the show. (laughs) What are you up to at the store these days?
1: Oh, I am uh, running around with the Christmas anxiety in my neck and uh, trying to not fall behind. Um, you, thinking.
0: you do something different for every season, right? Like you have themes that you do. How do you come up with those different ideas for every season?
1: Um I mean, it's actually not that complicated. We learned over the years that we do this kind of 80-20 thing. So 80% is, you know, we know our customers expect from us um, because we are consistent. We are um, kind of reliable on that and we know it's a success. And then 20% of our um uh, variety, we go creative and, and try to reinvent ourselves sometimes and um uh, just come up with new inspirations.
0: Now, my favorite thing that you do, which you know this already, because I literally asked you about it as soon as you sat down.
1: November 15.
0: That's, that's when is the Christmas stolen going to be for sale? If you've never, if you think you've had it good stolen before, you have not had Thomas Hodge. How much of that do you sell every year?
1: So we make 228 every day from November 15, from November, November 13th on um, until Christmas Eve. That's a lot. Yeah, and we sell out every day.
0: I know you do, because it's like hard. I, I feel like I always have to show like up Like we always, early.
1: one day ahead. So we don't actually sell out on the shelves, but every single day we do 228.
0: You got it. If you've never had it before, you do have to and check it heavy. out. I know they're heavy, but they're filled with marzipan. That's why they're so heavy. Some some of them cheap out on the marzipan, but not yours. That's what's really good about yeah, them. Yeah,
1: we put a lot of effort in there. Really a lot do. of attention to detail in in a what people call it a bread. We don't call it a bread. No. It's more like a delicate kind of cake it's a
0: cake slash bread yeah slice slash of that
1: delight slash breakfast it. lunch afternoon tea it's dinner, everything you, have,
0: you can tell how much i love it if you haven't tried it you're going to have to this year so you still you've got the two stores one in north vancouver one and here one on west on broadway Kitsilano. yeah and Kitsilano. Yeah. and you're going to be participating in eat vancouver this year that's correct what are you going to be doing
1: well i just figured out i'm actually an all day an all day event there so there's yeah. three three <laughs> events um there is an exclusive uh, demo which I'm gonna hold for only. I think there was 18 tickets available, and they were sold out within no time, apparently. So in that first uh, demo, I'm I gonna show 18 dessert lovers how they can make um, three desserts, sophisticated enough to serve in a restaurant, but easy enough to make at home. Are uh, you sure about that? Which, though yeah. that sounds very challenging. Pretty sure, yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm a little bit in denial at times, but um, I think um, I, I thought it through a lot of times. And it's actually not an easy one because when I go into a restaurant and I'm like, well, anything I have here should be better than I can prepare it at home, uh, at least it should be kind of like, okay, that's a lot of work. And, uh, and sometimes that's not always the case. So in this case, it is a little bit of work, but it's actually not that complicated.
0: Now, Thomas, I you know we, we did many episodes of city cooks together. You were on the show with me. I've so I've worked with and hosted a lot of perfectionists over the years. Robert, yeah, I'm not one of them. Nope. Robert Clark is definitely one. Pino Pastorero. Oh is. yes,
1: yeah. Pino oh, definitely yeah. is from Chupinos.
0: Yeah. But yeah. I put you in that category too. No. You really?
1: No, I'm <laughs> in the search of excellence, but I do not want to be a perfectionist because okay, now this is off the record because it will. It's be not re- off the record because you're on the radio. Oh, right now. Am I on? Yeah. Okay. So it will be really hard. <laughs> to work with a perfectionist plus i'm a happy person so being a perfectionist you are never happy well i'm never content of whatever we do and i'm like oh we can do this a little better um i think I. that's not a
0: perfectionist you literally just define what a perfectionist is Somebody yeah. who's always striving to be perfect or that we can do but it better.
1: But I'm, I'm, I'm happy with excellence because I don't think perfectionism or something perfect actually exists.
0: So you think there's a difference between excellence and perfection?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, per- buy yeah buy perfection, <laughs> perfection is like you can put a heavy weight on it of like, oh my God, is it really perfect? Is it perfect in your eyes? Is it perfect in my eyes? It's probably not perfect. You will never be perfect and you'll never be happy. (laughs) That's literally
0: Thomas's voice in his head all the time. Yeah.
1: So I'm like, "Mm, that's pretty close. Yeah and we can do that 10 times, 100 times and we can do it tomorrow again and actually you can do it too. So let's try for that.
0: Okay, can you tell me about one of the, one of the recipes that you're going to be making with people?
1: So um, I can tell you all three quickly okay, but sure. um, so the first one is actually a classic I've, I've always had great success with and so I would love to share things which are um, uh, crowd pleasers, and it's also the season a little bit. So we have pineapples which we uh, shave like a carpaccio. We make a little bit of a syrup of ginger, vanilla beans and lime juice and then lay the carpaccio out, just like you would lay out a carpaccio of this finely shaved pineapple, uh, season it with a little bit of the syrup. And then we have coriander leaves, uh, which we grind with sugar and uh, oh, limes, which we delicious. juice and make a little bit of a sorbet. You can make that at home by just making a granite, so you can just freeze it and then shave it. And, um, and then we have our pomegranate seeds. Um, Wait, this
0: so, is all so, the same
1: dessert? Yep, that's one dessert. So it's a pineapple carpaccio with lime sorbet. That
0: sounds amazing.
1: Number two is one of our new, um, uh, it's called the Black Line, B-L-A-K, which was kind of inspired. uh, That's probably, I'm getting old and I'm like, the overuse of artificial food color in our industry has gone so crazy. You
0: mean in the in the candy industry, like the in, chocolate industry? In the chocolate
1: industry, oh. even in the cake industry now. And I'm like, you don't need that. It's all Mother Nature gives you all. And so I'm getting a kind of frustrated where the new generation goes. I'm like, okay, we do the opposite. We make exactly something super simple, focused on the beauty of cocoa, and dark chocolate. And so we came up with this black line. Each recipe has only five ingredients. Okay, and um, uh, But it's, I think, um, really dialed in of creating something beautiful with very few ingredients and keep it as pure and as natural, and you've got to love dark chocolate. So that's our second uh, dessert. And our th- uh, third dessert is something which... It's easy. Again, you can take a varine, like a little shot glass or any kind of um, glass you feel is appropriate. And we use three chocolates and only cream and milk, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, or white chocolate, and create an emulsion and pour them layer by layer in the glass. Let it set in the fridge for a few hours. And it's a delicious, simple, creamy chocolate dessert.
0: That is so yummy. How do you get inspired?
1: Um, through work, I have to say. Like I have to be in it i have to be working in the kitchen and then having my hands in all the things and then i feel like oh my oh i just got an idea and then i write it down because i forget things so i <laughs> write doesn't? it down Who again doesn't? and um and then the next day i practice it and i take somebody with me like i just got this idea let's try this out and we have a couple of runs and we have no a pretty good success rate that like vision we have uh, matures pretty quickly into something uh, we can keep for a long time.
0: Because one thing I found that is so distinctive about like Thomas Haas chocolates in particular are the flavor combinations that you come up with.
1: They are um again, not out of the super ordinary. Like there's no wasabi and mustard seeds or garlic gloves infused in milk chocolate. So they're pretty based on on things which we know they will go well together. You know, milk chocolate and Green cardamom, for example, and Yum. almonds that 's something which really goes Classic. well together, or um, certain herbs go well together, or certain fruits go well together with certain types of of chocolate so and again, we, we like to please and we don 't like to shock, so we want to make sure that the combinations we do they're interesting enough for somebody to like, mm, I want to try this," and then they 're like, "hmm, and that actually works yeah so um yeah, and that's a never ending story. Sometimes it comes in circles and I'm like, Oh, I just got this idea and then if you no, we did it five years ago. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> now I'm starting to happens. date myself, he says. But it's funny that you say you keep a do you keep like a notebook handy where you write it down right away in case you forget it?
1: Yeah, it's actually loose papers and they're all over the place. <laughs> In an organized manner.
0: Oh, if such a thing were possible, (laughs) right? Uh, So you're going to be doing this Eat Vancouver. Is this the first time that you've done Eat Vancouver? No,
1: I've done it two years ago.
0: Okay. So only the second time, though, at 18 years of doing it.
1: Yeah, I think um, it has changed over the years. Um, uh, The format has changed. And so this is now this third year. It has changed a little bit again, where there's this demo I'm doing, and then we have an expert tasting panel following right after, which... I think that 100 people can come and ask questions so and good. get an inside view into the industry. And there's four of us on that panel. And then we move uh, right into the grand tasting, which uh, 15 pastry chefs and chocolatiers from the city, which is great that we can get them all together. So you at home can say like, hey, I want to see what's actually out there without driving throughout the whole city and, um, and, and come to the um, Vancouver Club and
0: and try all that. So you love dark chocolate. I mean, who doesn't love dark chocolate? But nowadays, it seems like you can get this huge variety of dark chocolate. What's the perfect kind?
1: Well, that would be the one you like the most. But, <laughs> but um, I like uh,
0: the 72% myself, right? I think, right?
1: here we go. Yeah. So that's exactly where, like in the 70% range I think it's not too my bitter. My husband likes
0: 84% and that it's, just... I you just know, you
1: you develop a palate for just like people develop a palate for bitter, awful coffee sometimes. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, it takes a while to get you off that. Um, you can have dark chocolate and really dark, 95%, and which becomes very chalky at the beginning yeah. but eventually your palate starts adapting to that and and then it's anything below that. Use for example yogurt, like how many people have yogurt which is sweetened, which shouldn't be sweetened? And then it's a shock for them when they go to natural yogurt. So it's the same if you go to really bitter chocolate for a long time and then you want something more balanced and you're like, mm, there's too much sugar in it right. and vice versa. So you go something to What's answer. What's the
0: ideal for you to work I with think
1: though? I think it's uh, between 69 and 75%. That's perfect. Yeah, I think so. I think it gives you enough punch of the bitterness of the cocoa bean, but it rounds up the flavor and it's not uh, putting you on one of the edges of, like, mm, that's not what I'm looking for.
0: Have you ever put out a book?
1: No. Have you ever thought about it? Um, I was approached so many times. And in the early years, I'm like, you know, if I want to write a book, I don't want to write it in a haste of, like, okay, i write a book because it's I've in right now. I've said I'm going to write a book, yeah. yeah uh, it should last for a long time, and it should be dirty within three years because people use it that often. Yeah. And thinking of nowadays, I think um, there hasn't been... A book uh, not written. So I I think all the books have been written. Not
0: true. That's not true. Your book has not been written.
1: Then it should be different than just you know. There's a lot. I realize sometimes when we do um, events, and um, it should be all about cooking, and then actually we talk about life, and we talk about (laughs) life and chocolate, (laughs) and we talk about philosophies, and all of a sudden people are like, "Oh, forget about the cooking. Let's just talk about (laughs) him." about what else happened so it might be one day it comes out and if I become a wise man um, there, yeah there will be a lot of uh, interesting stories in I there then I'm just sure, I would that I'm
0: just saying I would buy that book in the meantime we're going to have to make do with the fact that Thomas Haas from Thomas Haas Chocolates will be at Eat Vancouver this year it's eat-vancouver.com they have a whole list of great people including we said the, the perfectionist the man himself Pino Pasterero who will also be a part of that and many others you can check out more information 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 online. Thomas, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Ah, Thomas Haas, getting to be that time of year when you must stop by Thomas Haas chocolates and pick up a little something for the season.